Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Lunchbox Reaction. My name is Brian, and today I am joined by my usual co-hosts, Evan. What's up, boys and girls? And Linnea. Hello. And today we are going to talk about a show on Netflix. It's probably one of my favorite animated shows of 2020. I think it's a cut above all the rest. It is Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. The show came out earlier this year. Uh, season one, I believe, came out in January or February. It's had three seasons, uh, what Netflix calls seasons. They're actually 10 episodes apiece. All 10 episodes uh, aired originally, and then we had a few months off, and there was another batch of 10 episodes, and then the final batch of 10 episodes. So today we are going to talk about season one, which is the first 10 episodes. I want to say that I feel like Kipo, like the entire show, is pretty underrated. Like, I feel like I want to hear pe more people talking about it. I totally agree. The show is awesome on every level. Uh, the characters are cool. The animation's cool. The music is killer. Yeah. The music is really <laughs> awesome in this show. Also, the story is even. Yeah, the story is is very good. One thing to know. So when this first when the show first came out and. You know, we were just given 10 episodes and it was season one. When you get something like that, you're always worried like, oh, I hope it gets renewed and I hope, you know, I hope the story goes on and I hope this and that. And and what we didn't realize at the time is that they actually made all 30 episodes at once. And Netflix just decided to divide it into three uh, segments. So if you're going to go into the show, just know that this story does have a beginning, a middle and an end. And, it's, and it is a complete story. So you don't have to worry about things being left hanging or, or something like that. You will you will get answers. You will find out about all the characters. You'll get all this kind of stuff. So so don't worry about it going on and on and on. Um, it's a complete show, and that's one of the reasons I really love it. For me, it's a pretty good animated show, and it, it's kind of close to Steven Universe, if you ever watched that. They're both animated shows. They're both kind of following around the same main character setting. And they're on some kind of adventure and stuff like that, finding out stuff. So that's something that I found fun to, like, closely relate it to. So the background for this story is that humans, they accidentally mutated animals so that they became sentient and they could, like, talk and they have superpowers and they grow really big. They become humanized. What's that word? Humanoid. Anthropomorphic? Yeah, they get, all the animals become anthropomorphic. So they get into a war, and all the humans are forced to, like, retreat underground into, like, these things called burrows, and all the mutes are living on top of the world. So we first meet Kipo. She's thrown out of this sewer drain into the surface world for some reason. We don't want to spoil too much, but, yeah, so that's how she gets in the surface world. She has been separated from her dad. She doesn't know why or how she ended up there. She's trying to find out where her burrow was and how she can get back there because she doesn't know how to survive on the surface world by herself because there's all these new things that she's never seen before. But she also has kind of a fun time because she goes, she really shops for clothes and she like finds random snacks. Yeah, what I like about Kipo is her boundless sense of optimism. Yeah, it's the most pressuring situation. She's throwing parties and stuff. 
You know, she always looks at the bright side of things. She's she's an optimist, not a pessimist, that's for sure. Whereas she meets some other people, <laughs> one of which who could be kind of a pessimist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe we'll talk about some of the people she meets. There, yeah. there's, there's a few main characters, and she meets them all in the first few episodes, so we, we won't be spoiling too much. So uh, the first person she meets is actually not a person. It's a little pig, and she <laughs> names it Mandu. Yeah. Mandu the pig. Yeah, she first sees and she's just like, oh, it's the cute little pig. And then she realizes that it has an extra pair of everything. It has four eyes. It has four legs. I think it has six legs, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, six, yeah legs. six legs. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. it's blue. Not many pigs are blue. Yeah. And then the next person joining her on her adventure, uh, rather reluctantly, is a girl named Wolf, who I think is kind of the breakout star of the show. Because yeah. Wolf is really cool, kicks ass, doesn't take any guff, and she has a very interesting backstory as well. And you realize, you know, why she is the way she is. Uh, we also meet Benson and Dave. Benson and Dave. Why don't you talk about Benson and Dave? Benson and Dave are have been like living together in the surface for a while, apparently. And Dave is actually a mute bug that has. That kind of lives his life over and over again. And Benson is just a normal human who's just hanging out with Dave and they're going on adventures and they meet Kipo. And that kind of leads into them becoming friends. And the surface world, it's kind of a dog-eat-dog world. So when you first meet these people, they're pretty much in it for themselves. They're in it to survive. They're in it to find food. They're in it to live another day. When they meet Kipo, she changes them, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She changes them over a while. Eventually, Kipo and Wolf have this choice of either saving themselves or helping Dave and Benson. And Wolf is like, come on, it doesn't matter. We have to save ourselves. We're more important. But then Kipo's like, but we're only we're the only humans left on the surface world. Shouldn't be, we be looking out for each other? Yeah, so at its core, you know, when you look at the show, I think it's a lot about friendship It's a lot about acceptance. It's a lot about sticking together with your friends. And it's a lot about learning about your friends and just accepting the way they are. And even if they're not totally the way you want them to be, it's it's accepting them how how they are. And also, it's kind of family. It's learning to make a family with, with who you have around you. The big thing of the story is, you know, she's she's trying to get back to her dad and she tells her friends that. But I think these new characters become her family over the course of the season. It doesn't happen immediately, which I like. It takes a while. They all grow, and they all learn. And I think they're continually learning throughout the show. Yeah. There's always something new happening. That's always something else that's good about the show. There's always some kind of new like villain or some kind of thing like that. that yeah, that, that's one thing I wanted to talk about, too, is because when we first saw this the show and we only had the first 10 episodes and it was mm-hmm. called season one and we didn't know if it was going to continue. I felt that the show had the, the episode of the week syndrome where each episode felt like its own thing. Like it didn't really tie into anything, but I should have had more faith because, you know, knowing now that there were 30 episodes and it was all put together, they were introducing the world and there's a lot of, sort of subtle things going on that once you see the whole series, you realize that it, it was it's less episode of the week and it's more introducing 
all these characters and places and and people because a lot of these people that you spend time with you think oh i've spent time with it in this episode and now they're gone but the thing is is that they eventually come back and the characters are more interesting because of that because you know their history and you know what's going on yeah, i like that every single character in this show is a recurring character like it's not like they're in for one episode and you'll never see them again they're in other episodes there's these other certain groups of mutes everywhere and for the first few episodes, each new episode is about meeting one of those groups of mutes. You revisit them again in future episodes. So, I have a question, and I, I still am kind of confused on this, but I don't really think the show even explains how the mutes actually, like, became living. It's just some kind of things that the humans did. They didn't say if it was some kind of nuclear war. Yeah. Yeah, that's never science. explained too much. Yeah. We... It's, it's said that it happened 200 years in the past, and later on the series we we meet some people who are trying to, I uh, don't want to give away spoilers, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to find out stuff about mutes, but yeah, I don't think we ever really find out what first caused it, but I don't think that's... I don't think it's really that important. Yeah, I don't think that's too critical to the story, because yeah, I really enjoyed the story as it was. Yeah, it's still just something that it would be nice to know, but it's fine we- being left unanswered. So yeah, we, uh, we have the art style. It's very bright, vivid, colorful, fast-moving. Uh, as I mentioned, the music is really hip and with yeah, it. Yeah, and... we need to talk about the music. Okay, talk That's about the music. The ba- <laughs> All the of music. the music is just great, <laughs> especially the battle music. Whenever they're in a fight, I just love the music there. <laughs> it's, it's very upbeat. It's kind of, it's almost rap. It's almost mm-hmm. hip-hop. It's almost, there's a lot of dubstep. Yeah. It's very modern. I'll say, yeah, it's not, it's not your orchestral John Williams kind of score. This is more, this is rocking and it's in your face and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And it fits the characters because they have energy and they have drive. And uh, yeah, I think it works really well. There's a lot of subtle little puns too in the show. Yeah. I'm thinking of there's one episode which they meet a huge bird which has two beaks, and the title of the episode is Twin Twin Beaks. Beaks. So for those of you who remember the show in the 90s called Twin Peaks, it's sort of a parody on that, but Mm. it it was very amusing. So there's a lot of subtle little things. They're not knocking you over the head with it, but it is amusing if you catch these little things. Yeah. You can tell there's a lot of love put into this show. Mm. One thing I like is that the intro of every episode each episode starts with the prologue, and then after they lead into what's going to happen throughout the episode, the intro starts. But before the intro, it like pans out to something in the world that looks like Kipo's name, and then it just fades into Kipo's name. Yeah, but like t- they have something that looks like Kipo's name, and then it kind of just like turns and black, like, and yeah, you see Kipo's just, name as the title of the show. Yeah, it like, it fades into the title card, they mm-hmm. call that. Sometimes it's clouds, and sometimes it's cactuses and sometimes it's water puddles it's a neat effect and they do that every episode Mm -hmm. anything you didn't like about the show anything you'd want to change no (laughs) well i'd probably like it to like tell more of the backstory a little quicker because it's really confusing all of this stuff at the start that's happening and i feel like if they told us it like maybe two or three episodes before it for some of the stuff that might make a little more sense for me. We do eventually get backstories for nearly everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are flashbacks, so we know what happens. 
The one thing that I didn't like, and I, I don't know how I can explain this without doing spoilers, there was one character in the first season who I thought was a little over the top, and it kind of annoyed me. But again, this goes back to where I thought this was just going to be an ongoing, you know, one season, two season, three season, four season, just kind of go on and on. But that character eventually changes and evolves, and I think that was part of their story, and you see that character evolve. I don't know if you guys have know who I'm talking about. I don't want to give anything I away. I <laughs> but I I thought that the voice acting in the first season was a little over the top uh, for this one character. But I but again, by the end of the series, I think that was part of the arc of that character. So after seeing the whole series, it didn't bother me as much. Um, that was my only quibble, really, with the first season. All right. So anything else about season one of Kipo? that you would like to talk about. I like that all the characters were really diverse. Oh, yeah. 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 They're all... Most of them are of color, which mm-hmm. is really great. Like, there's gay characters. And the main characters are mostly girls, which mm-hmm. is even better. So, yeah, that's a really good part of the show. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's something in here for everyone. There's kids, there's adults, there's people of all different races and ethnicities and we have mutes yeah. <laughs> so it's it's I just, really wish I could say my favorite mutes but your I favorite can. Mutes, yeah no. we'll talk about that in the future yeah because we don't want to give too much away because if you haven't seen it we really think you should check this out because it's an awesome story and we really love it I rewatched the entire first season just before talking about this and I love it just as much now as I did then, in fact, I like it more because I know what's coming and I can see all the foreshadowing and little placement of things that they put in place. So you can tell that they really mapped this out. They put a lot of thought into it. It wasn't just, oh, we're going to make this show, or we're going to make this one season and, and then maybe hopefully in the future. You can see that they actually did map out the story. They put a lot of thought into it and it all ties together and makes sense by the time you get to the end. Yeah. Also, for you, the person watching this, if you want to watch Kipo Season 2 before we talk about it on the podcast, then you can do that, and you would know what we'll talk about for Season 2. Yeah. Watch all of them. They're good. Yeah. Just just watch it. watch everything. Watch it all. So I think that's it for now. We'll uh, sign off. Y'all better go check out Netflix and uh, watch Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. We hope you enjoyed as much as we did. Thanks to my hosts, Linnea. Bye. And Evan. Hello. And I'm Brian. And we'll see you next week. I'm kind of sad that we don't get into spoilers because I really wanted to talk about the mm-hmm. I really like it. I really oh, okay. like him. Yeah. Yeah, maybe in the second season we can talk about some spoilers from the first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.